You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith corks one into right down the line. It may go. And you're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Here's your host, Brett McMillan. Hello and welcome to the August 6th edition of the Cardinals Insider Podcast. If my math is correct, and trust me, that is always a suspect situation, but if it is, this is episode 20, season 3 of our program. And boy, I just couldn't be more thrilled to have you with us. It's been a really fun ride so far this year. We appreciate the support that you have given. I usually tell you at the end of the show, but I'll just tell you now, if If you did happen to leave us a rating or a review that was positive and favorable wherever you happen to listen, and there's a variety of places that the show is available, uh, that is really helpful to us. So we would highly encourage you, if you're a fan of what we do here and you would like us to continue to do it for uh, years going forward, then leaving that positive rating or review really does help in order for us to kind of understand where the audience is coming from. You can also email me, podcast with an S, at cardinals.com. I've had some of you before send in recommendations for topics or guests. I love that. I would love for you to be involved in the way we think about the program in that way uh, because really it is a show for you, sometimes with things maybe that are a little more top of uh, top of the pile as far as your consciousness and the way that you are a fan of Cardinal Baseball, and maybe some things are a deeper cut, and we tell you about why it's important, or we show you why it's interesting, and I think that today might be classified as one of those. Our guest is Steve Selby. He is the radio voice of the AAA Memphis Redbirds. He's been that uh, AAA radio voice for Memphis, I think, for close to three decades. I know that he has been in minor league baseball. In fact, right now is his 34th season calling play-by-play in the minors. There may have been a stop or two before Memphis, but he's been there for a long, long time. And if you're not 30 years old as you listen to this, he may have been there for your entire lifetime. So this guy has got a wealth of experience in the game and in the broadcast booth. I did not get a chance to take the trip to Memphis to speak with him, but my colleague Emily Stevens did. Uh, Her questions are what we would call in the business off-mic. She wasn't mic'd up. So I'm going to kind of set up each of his answers and talk through what it is that prompted the response. So it'll be like an interview, but it'll be a little bit of a different feel as well, but something we've done before here on the show, so you'll be used to it if you're a regular listener. Uh, So let's dive right into that. Steve Selby, as I said, voice of the AAA Memphis Redbirds. He is nearing 4,500 minor league ball games that he's called in his career. He's also done some other sports, too. I think for a while he did either football or basketball for the Memphis Tigers, that's a Division I university that plays in Conference USA. So he's got a wide variety of experiences, but baseball has really always been the centerpiece. And the first question that he was asked is, when did you know that calling baseball on the radio was your calling? I grew up with my brothers. We collected baseball cards and we played with sponge dice. We play 162 game schedules with our favorite players and we did our own play-by-play. So the foundation was set at the age of five. Uh, But I didn't know I was going to do this until I was about to graduate from college, ran into an old girlfriend, asked me what I'm going to do. She said, you don't sound thrilled. I said, no. She goes, why don't you be a sports announcer? You said you were good at it. And so, yeah, 
I had no idea how to get into baseball though and started out as a DJ and then did some radio news and, and some high school sports and Little League baseball and that kind of thing. Didn't know about baseball winter meetings, I was ignorant to that, but finally you know, found out about it in uh, 1986. Landed my first job, which there was one caveat to it, I had to agree to drive the team bus. The most dangerous man on the interstate in 1986 was me. I was terrible, I gave myself an ulcer by the 1st of June. Steve spoke to it a little bit there, but the next question is, okay, out of all the sports that you could call, baseball is certainly, uh, the, I, I, in my opinion, baseball is the, the biggest grind of all the sports that you could call as a professional broadcaster because the season is just so long, and that's part of what's wonderful about it is the journey and the odyssey that you go on and the relationships that are able to be formed because of how much time you spend with players, coaches, etc. But it is a grind, and for some reason, some people, or for that reason rather, some people do prefer other sports, but uh, Steve prefers to call baseball. I understand why. You as a fan might likely understand why, but we asked him, for you, why was baseball the number one objective in the broadcast business? I played baseball at the Division II level. I was just another guy. I was on a good team, and, and obviously I wasn't going to play professionally, so it was a way for me to stay in the game. I loved it. I was a fan of it. I grew up going to Washington Senators games, who no longer exist. They're now the Texas Rangers, but always loved baseball. My dad brought me up in baseball. My brothers played, and, and so yeah, it was an easy attraction to head to baseball. I think to me one of the coolest things about Steve's job is not just that he gets to call baseball games for a living and travel to different places across the country in order to do that, but when he sees a guy get to the big leagues, he really saw the last stage of formative development for that player at AAA Memphis, and he got to know that player before whoever it might be became a star or made their way in the big leagues and again Steve has been there for a long long time so he's seen a lot of guys come through so the question is pretty obvious I think who are some of your favorites that you've called at Memphis and why well I'm kinda of partial to Adam Wainwright from here I think two of my favorites Adam Wainwright and Sotoguchi uh, through all these Cardinal guys you know fascinating to watch Rick Ankiel's ups and downs and has come back as a home run hitter here in Memphis and go on to St. Louis and just defy all the odds. Those are the kind of stories that you really enjoy. I was a big fan of Matt Pagnazzi here, just a high quality human being who just kept battling and battling and he finally got a little taste of the big leagues with St. Louis. And uh, those are the stories uh, for me. It's not necessarily the guys heading to Cooperstown, just the quality guys and you follow their careers and they don't ever change. They're, they're still good people and Cardinals produce a lot of those. He gets to have those relationships and have those memories of guys as he watches their careers advance. And I, I talked about it a second ago, but really it's an intimate thing. I mean, in sports, when you're working, you're getting a look at people, no matter if you're in broadcast or you are in another facet of the front office. I mean, you're, you're getting a look that the public doesn't get. Some of us get more of more access than others, but everybody kind of gets a little bit of access. I think that the, the general person on the street would not have to these players and who they are. So we kind of delved into that with Steve. What is it like to be there, I mean, in the nitty-gritty of it, and not just not just in the major leagues, but in the minor leagues where sometimes I think the access can be all the more intimate. Well, you get to know them. It's not just statistics and, you know, he went over for 4 last night or he had three hits last night. It's, 
you know, what's going on? They have, you know, they're about to become a father for the first time, you know. Uh, what college do they go to? It's, it's June. What was it like when you went through the June draft? You just get to know the people. That's the highlight of minor league baseball. You don't get that opportunity in the major leagues. You know, 12-hour bus rides or five-hour layovers at DFW and you're just hanging out with the guys. And it's, it, 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 there's depth to what you're doing as opposed to just, you know, sitting up on the third floor of the press box calling a game. No complaints about that, by the way. The next question my colleague Emily threw in was the booth position. You know, is it hard so high up? I, I honestly had never really thought about that. Would that be a, an issue for someone? But I thought Steve's, uh, Steve's thoughts on this were kind of interesting. Is it hard to track the game when you are high up, or do certain broadcast positions lend themselves better to you being able to call the game? Not in the minor leagues, the stadiums aren't quite that big. Uh, you know, and in St. Louis, quite honestly, at Bush Stadium, they did a great job when they built that. The press, the broadcast level is down low, so it wasn't too big a reach for me when I did the one game last year to get up there and watch and go, I, I have a pretty good idea. You, what you do learn when you're up a little higher is not try and be too smart because you may not be seeing quite what the people down at the level or on, watching on TV are seeing. A long time at Memphis, what does Steve enjoy about calling games for the AAA Memphis Redbirds? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a major league style stadium, even though it's 20 years old this year. It, everything's major league about it. The radio booths are better than a lot of major league radio booths. They've allowed me to run a major league style broadcast with major league style equipment. So I feel like I'm a big leaguer when I'm in this ballpark. Hi, this is Brian Finch with the Cardinals Museum. Have you ever wanted to know what a ball player is thinking or how he felt when he was called up to the big leagues? You can find out during Flashback Friday at the Cardinals Museum. Flashback Friday is a free Q&A with stories from Cardinals alumni in an intimate setting. The event is free with admission to the Cardinals Museum. See the full schedule at cardinals.com museum. It's Flashback Friday before every Friday home game at the Cardinals Museum. There'll be a TV piece, as there so often is with our podcast, a a tandem TV piece that will come out in the coming weeks about Steve as well. It'll be part of our Bear Farm Report series. And in it, he has on a large national championship ring. It's got a lot of jewels on it, a nice silver ring. And that was noticed and asked about by the interviewer. That's Peter Freund, our our owner, uh, very generous in the national championship run last year. And you know, minor league baseball is about paying dues and, and things aren't as nice as you'd like it to be. But, you know, for a radio guy who's been doing this for 34 years, to have them hand me a ring this nice and for a national championship is very special. And I'll always be grateful to Peter Freund and his ownership group. Final thing, and I think this is worth the price of admission right here on the podcast. Of course, it was free to download, so uh, maybe we'll take that with a grain of salt. But I think this was pretty cool is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Steve Selby, 33 years when we enter last September, so about a year ago, 33 years grinding through the minor leagues. And, hey, you're talking about baseball, but at the same time, I think I mentioned it earlier, uh, baseball can be a grind, and, and it is uh, a fun job and a job that I'm sure he loves, but I'm sure it's a job that can be difficult at some times as well through the rigors of a season at AAA. Well, he got uh, an opportunity to call some games, or not games, but just innings rather, 
here in St. Louis in late September. Funny, funny enough, it was actually the game where Tyler O'Neill last September hit a walk-off home run and the rest of the team ripped his jersey off of him. So one of the more notable games in recent memory for what transpired in the celebration of that victory. We asked Steve how he came to get a spot in the booth that particular day. Yeah, last year, uh, every year I go up in September to watch a series to decompress from a long PCL season and to catch up with some of the front office people and some of the players who came through here. And It's a Friday night, about an hour to first pitch. I'm just sitting up in the press box hanging out. My phone rings, 314 area code, doesn't say who it is. I go, I probably should answer this. Hello? Hi, Steve, this is Mo. How are you? Oh, hi, Mo. How are you? Are you going to be here for the weekend or are you going back to Memphis? I'm going to be here through Sunday. How'd you like to do some innings tomorrow? Didn't take long to say yes. I mean, 33 years of minor league baseball and to finally get a chance to do a major league game, not just a major league game, but Cardinals baseball, sellout crowd, KMOX, that's as good as it gets in our business. And so I was able to do some innings working with both Mike and with John. So two very different announcers, but two very big announcers in the industry. It went well, it, was, it went too fast. Uh, some of the other minor league guys, when they found out I was gonna do it, said, well, make sure you have some long innings to broadcast. There was one base runner in two innings, so it was over in a blink of an eye. But you know, I got in the box score. I did a major league game on, on KMOX. Can't thank the Cardinals enough for all of that. It was a thrill of a lifetime. If I never get back, I could say, I did Cardinals baseball one night in September. So there he is. It's Steve Selby here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed that. If this is your first time listening, we do stuff like this a lot. We do stuff with the current roster. We do things with Cardinal history. We get out across all of Cardinal Nation. I mean, sometimes it's a really deep cut, like... Earlier this year, we took you to the renaming of Bob Gibson Way in St. Louis's Grove neighborhood. A group of residents who thought so highly of the great Bob Gibson, they wanted to rename a street after him. I was just down there the other day, actually, and saw the street sign as I was driving by. Sometimes we do big interviews. Uh, We're working on getting Ozzie Smith together with a player or two here in the coming weeks for television, and we would bring you that interview and that audio here as well. So you never really know what you're going to get, but the best way to make sure you get it is to be subscribed. We see that a lot of you do that through Apple Podcasts, but there's a variety of other places too, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, you name it. Hope that you enjoyed the show this week. I enjoyed getting to know Steve Selby a little bit more. He seems like a really good guy. And also, more than that, uh, a really good broadcaster as well, which I think is about as high of a compliment as you can pay to a man in his profession. So enjoyed having Steve be a part of the program. Special thanks to Emily Stevens, my Cardinals Insider colleague on the assist. She made the trip down to Memphis and conducted the interview that brought us back those answers. So we appreciate Emily in efforting that as well. For Emily and Steve, my name's Brett. We'll talk to you next time on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.